Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. Thank you for joining me today. Um, the title of today's musing is the name of Jesus. And honestly, I'm amazed that over 70 episodes in, this is the first time that we'll be musing on the name of Jesus because I honestly thought that we had done this before now. And I think this has come up in several episodes in different ways, but... I was shocked to actually scroll through and confirm this morning that I hadn't done a musing on the name. I hadn't done a musing on the name of Jesus. So this is just to rectify that and to talk about the name above all names, the name by which we are saved, the name by which we are delivered, and what it means to us afresh. And is it back to the basics? Because I think the Bible tells us that it's not just having the name of Jesus or having it as a cliche, but it is what the name is what it represents and what God expects that we do with that name on earth and this is me reminding myself that there's so much more that that name is and that God expects it to be in my life and I'm very far from it so I'm hoping that through this musing God will begin to set in motion a plan and a purpose that will extend and build and develop my faith in the name of Jesus so that I can do all that he proposes for us as believers, for me as a believer, for me as Shola, his child, to do in that name while I'm on earth. So shall it be for all of us listening in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's talk about the name of Jesus. some scriptures and um, yeah so starting from Acts chapter 4 verse 12 we're talking about the name of Jesus and this is when um, after the notable miracle that the apostles did at the gates of the temple where a man a lame man had been healed a man who had been lame from his birth you know they had prayed for him in the name of Jesus just decreed really and he got his healing and the sequence of activities that happened under that and the, the, the very famous sermons that the apostles gave after that. So he, this is, um, I believe it was Peter, I think, saying this. And he says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is, none other, or there is no other name under heaven given amongst men whereby we must be saved. So this is him introducing the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, because before then, they just knew him as Jesus Christ, the preacher who was crucified. And he let them understand that even though Jesus is no longer here, what he has left with us, apart from the blood of Jesus, the word of God, is a name that that that, that is the access by which um, we must be saved. So he was introducing that See, there is no other name under heaven. And you can imagine how revolutionary this must have been to the Jews who believed that salvation was of the Jews and that they got it by birth, by circumcision of, of you know of the flesh. And by the old covenant, and it was their birthright. So for somebody now coming to tell them that there is a new name that has been given, separate from the covenant, you know, the uh, the promise from their fathers, and from the old covenant, it was. I mean, it was. It was. In fact, it was a very bold move. It's just like blasphemy in those times. And and this was what they were saying, and they were saying with so much boldness, and they were they were linking the miracle to it and saying the, you know it was in that name that we prayed for this person and they knew the impact that would have on the people because 
I mean, you could not deny, nobody could deny that a notable miracle. In fact, that's the way the Pharisees said when they tried to persecute them after they were like, let's be careful about how we handle this guy. He says, because nobody can deny that a notable miracle. And, and this is where God is awesome because this happened with a man who was always outside the temple. So everybody knew him. Everybody knew his story. So he was actually the best candidate for God's mercy at that time because through that event alone, thousands of people then came to Jesus and that was the record after but which is the purpose for miracles I would also like to say when we go out in evangelism and I think we'll see that as we go ahead the Bible anyway let's talk about that so the 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 name and I think the message as I'm using right now is that the name of Jesus is given to benefits not just us that receive it as believers but even more so to empower us to be his witnesses on the earth yes that's a very important part of the new creation and the promise of salvation and that's why god keeps us on earth and you know this is really back to the basics because in fact god is going to be very unhappy with a lot of us so when we get to heaven is all i will just say because what we are doing what i am we are so far what i'm doing and you know it's so far from what god intended god intended that our lives every day will be ministering witnessing to people that is what he intended which is why people are not caught up into heaven immediately while they get saved they are kept here we are kept here to do the work the 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 this the, the um example that the apostles laid down for us is what we are supposed to follow that's what we are supposed to follow follow them as they followed christ that was what jesus did he went around doing good healing all that were oppressed for the devil oppressed with them by the devil for god was with him then he said go ye in my name do this do that cast out demons anyway so acts um, 3 6 this was when um the um, the uh, peter actually did the miracle when he said silver and gold so the guy was begging alms he said silver and gold have i not but what i have give i to you in the name of jesus christ of nazareth rise up and walk that was all he said to him and the man got up took his bed jumped up and started praising god a man that was lame from his youth now imagine that happening on the streets of Lagos for those of you who live in Nigeria listening. Imagine a scene like that happening in Lagos and we know that there are many people on the streets of Lagos who are um, lame from their youth, crippled, all sorts of you know, massive things you know, just really going on. And, and yeah, so you can imagine what kind of a scene this was. And the man, you know, he got his healing there and then. And then the apostles in explaining, we're now, we're now telling them, now look, it was so in Acts three sixteen. He was explaining to the people how the healing took place, and he said, "It is the name of that same Jesus that you crucified, and it was faith in that name that had made this man strong. Yes, the faith by him has healed this man completely, made him of total soundness before you all. And that so this is not a under the cloak miracle. It was visible. It was apparent to everybody. But what I like about Acts three sixteen and the way." I think it was Peter that explained this. Is that he said it was his name and faith in his name. You know, and so that separates between just using the name of Jesus and the, what difference that the difference that having faith in that name can make. And I think that is, I think, what makes the difference between the person that you know is able to do greater works in the name of Jesus and the person who will just be saying the name of Jesus like a cliche or something you just add as an IJN italic you know on your text message it really doesn't mean anything it's just the same way you say LOL you know in some of these abbreviations you know and 
Yeah. He says here that it is faith in the name of Jesus. And not the man's faith, by the way, because the man didn't know who the faith um, who Jesus was. But it was the person using the name, the faith that he has developed in that name. And you know, Peter, his journey about the faith of the name of Jesus has been from the time when he told him, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. So he had built his faith all through that time, even through some ups and downs personally. Yeah, it is faith in the name that has made this man strong. It is faith in the name. The name of the Lord, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ has power. But it is faith in that name that brings it forth. Jesus, um, the perfect leader that he was, actually before he left, he actually introduced the concept of that name. So it wasn't like the disciples were just, you know, picking that out of nowhere. Jesus was the one that made them realize this. He gave them this revelation by himself before he left. And then the Holy Spirit reinforced it several times by deeper revelations that came to even people like Paul, which we see in the epistles. But in the Gospels, we see Jesus even talking about that name even while he was in earth and you know okay but let's just read so Gen- john 14 13 this is jesus saying whatsoever you shall ask in my name that will i do that the father may be glorified in the son so this is him telling them that after he has left they, they shouldn't ask him that at that time nobody will be asking him anymore but that you we will all go straight to god but that we will ask god in the name of jesus and that god will do it and that so that the father may be glorified in the son and then um, Jesus also said in John 14 verse 6, he's, I am the way, Jesus said unto them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So this is him saying that, look, you know, I am the, I am the way, I am the truth, and the life. And also showing that it is by him that we have access by faith into the grace of God, where we, where we, wherein we stand and we rejoice in the hope of God's glory. Now in Acts 4, again in that same period, after the Pharisees had, you know, captured them, warned them not to, you know, preach anymore in the name of Jesus because, you know, and I can imagine how frustrated they, they were because they had killed Jesus thinking that would be an end of it. And they're now saying, ah, the man died for all the intents and purposes. They don't know what happened afterwards. Disciples claimed that he resurrected. But they're now seeing people being healed in the man's name. I mean, this is like a real nightmare <laughs> because, I mean, what could be worse than that? So, you you killed one Jesus wanting to end all of that preaching in that, you know, name that you didn't like. And then all of a sudden, the man dies and that springs a, up a you know a, a movement of several more people unknown people even coming and you know doing miracles in the name of the person that you actually thought you had dealt with but that's good for you so he was now saying so the apostles were now praying a prayer and they prayed to god that god should give them boldness to preach jesus and that signs and wonders be done in his name as they do so that is so amazing so we see that the early church they were not praying for houses and cars that was when they gathered together they used to pray for god to give them boldness to preach and i think in my home country nigeria i see this kind of thing in northern nigeria i think the northern nigerian church is i think in my view the best example of people who are living you know the early church um, model because you know they face a lot of persecution and it's just a very really tough environment there and um, when they pray they are praying for safety they are praying for their for their christian witness to be preserved you know that, that that's that's really the greatest prayer that they would have been you know because that is you know seriously under threat and, and for many of us who may not be living in that kind of context it's difficult for us to 
appreciate and understand but that is what god expects of everybody and um, honestly if i think any environment and this is a, a digressive musing but it may perhaps important and, and i i think in any where as christians we find or as a christian i find myself that my christian witness is not being challenged then that means that it's not showing forth because if it is it will surely be challenged you know if it is if if i am projecting it in a way that god intends there should be opposition there should be contention it is only when i am blending in that person i am not being persecuted and i think it's important for us for me to remember that anyway in the name of jesus so mark 16 17 this is jesus also saying this is just before he left went back to heaven ascended back to heaven he said and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name they shall cast out devils in my name and he says all them that believe not only a certain people not only people who are uh, anyway all, everybody all of us in my name they shall cast out devils that was the first thing he said even before speaking with new tongues so the authority over all the agents of darkness, every believer has it in the name of Jesus, which is different from what many of us believe. When we have developed our faith in the power of the king and kingdom of darkness, we've developed so much faith in the power of the devil. And, and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could, I could talk all day about that. So much power, believing all kinds of things that people tell us, dreams that people have, you know, all, all sorts of things. If only we could spend the time that we spend interrogating into the powers of darkness as we, 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 we would inter, 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 interrogating into the power of the kingdom of light. If only we could spend that much time. Only God knows we, 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 would, we, would be, we would be on fire for God and the things that God will have used us to do. Shall I yeah. speak into yourself as well? So Luke 10, 17, this is when the, Jesus sent out the 70 and they returned back unto him with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Yeah? So even before Jesus passed on, the 70 that he sent out, which is 70, was different from the 12 disciples, people who were just random men and women or random men who, he, who believed his doctrine. He sent them out and told them, and they went and they were casting out devils. And today we are saying we cannot cast, even after he has risen. They didn't have the Holy Spirit, so the Holy Spirit hadn't come by that time. None of us can remember ever casting out a devil. Yeah, myself included. At least that I know of. Romans 10 verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So there's salvation in the name of Jesus. There's authority over devils in the name of Jesus. There's healing. Even for people who have, you know, healing conditions that you've had from the birth, what they call congenital conditions, you know, those can be healed as well. Um, Isaiah 9, 6 tells us the prophecy about the Messiah saying, Unto us is born a son, unto us a son is given, the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. That's also a prophecy about the name of Jesus even before he was born the days of Isaiah. So the name of Jesus shall be called Wonderful. It is a name that brings counsel. It is the name of the mighty God. It is the name of the everlasting Father. And it is a name that brings peace. It is the name of the Prince of Peace. The Bible, 1 Corinthians 6-11 also tells us, this is Paul speaking, 
that we are washed, we are sanctified, and we are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. So we are washed, we are sanctified, we are justified in the name, in the name. I am washed, I am sanctified, I am justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So it's important for me to build my faith in that name because other than, if not, all this will just be words. And in Matthew 18, 20, <clears throat> Jesus said this very famous um, scripture where he says, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in their midst. And this is really, you know, again, back to the apostles' example. He says, where two or three are gathered together in my name. So really, church can be everywhere two or three people are gathered in. I think that is the message, and that's what we've all found as well over this period. It's really important that we understand that. So the power of God, and that is what the apostles, you know, did in those days. You know, they, we saw a lot of that. Where they said the church in the house of this and that, the church in Priscilla's, you know, this one's house and that one's house, where two or three are gathered together. It's important though that the gathering is in His name and not in the name of any other person. It must be a gathering in the name of Jesus. What has brought us all together must be the name of Jesus and no other name. That is where God then has promised to come up in. Not when we are gathered together in the name of man. It's important that there's a big distinction. And it's God that we know who we are gathered together unto. Whether we are gathered together unto him or gathered together unto man. He will only show up in the places where we are gathered together in his name. Very good. John 14, 26 this is Jesus also talking. He said, The helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things. Again, the Holy Spirit is sent in the name of Jesus. We access him in the name of Jesus. And he will teach us all things in the name of Jesus. So there's wisdom, there's knowledge, there's understanding, there's counsel, there's guidance, there's revelation in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. Philippians 2, verse 9 to 11. This is where um, Paul was speaking by inspiration of the Holy Ghost. And he talked about how Jesus, um, even though he was equal with God, did not count it robbery. He put down his, you know, his whole glory as the Son of God. And he came down and he took upon himself the form of a man. And he was obedient unto death, even unto the death of the cross. And verse 9 says, Wherefore God had highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every other name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of beings and creatures in heaven, of beings and creatures in earth, and of beings and creatures under the earth. That's the Amplified Version. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. What it means is that in all the kingdoms of life that God has experienced, in the realms of the spirit, the soul, and of the body, in the kingdoms that exist both on earth, under the earth of which we know that there are some and those above the earth as well which is heavens, the atmospheric heavens and all above that the name that is above all of those names and you can imagine how many names exist in all of those names the name of Jesus is above and that every knee and tongue the knee will bow and he will bow only to the superiors and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord which is why even when they were casting out devils when Jesus went in, they say, Oh, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Why, oh, have you come to torment us before the time? The evil spirits will say that. Because they themselves know that he has received a name that is above every name. So, 
just want to thank the Lord for that name. And I pray, my honest prayer is that I will move beyond you know, this superficial understanding of the name of Jesus and begin to enter into a new phase of understanding the power in that name and walking in it. And I pray that Lord, you will help me. That everything that you have proposed to be executed in my life through me, by me, that the faith that I will have and develop and grow in, in the name of Jesus, will, no, will have no bounds. And that faith will cause me to walk in the greater works and that signs and wonders will follow me. Everything that you have said that every believer should do in your name, I will do it. I will do it to the uttermost in the name of Jesus by your power. And I will grow in that faith as I meditate and as I muse upon your word. All to your praise and glory in Jesus' name.